I want to see them that size too, but you're defining success as being as big as magic. That's what you're okay. You're you are insane. Your definition for success is too high. All right, you ready? So ready. Ready? So ready. All right, let's do it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Welcome to May the Zoo be with you, America's favorite TCG podcast. I am joined by somebody who's in the fight of their life against Kennel Cough. <laughs> Louis DeGeorge. I love how all week this intro has changed as you've found out what you want to make fun of me for, uh, depending on what it is. Nothing is better than you having Kennel Cough. It's the not second- Kennel Cough. You have I Parvo. Don't have it anymore. I had Parvo. No, no. We yes. talked this morning and you were complaining about your Parvo. So you have kennel cough. It's now right. we have to explain it to everyone. Okay. Louie has kennel cough. I'm mocking him for having a disease that means he can't go to doggy daycare this week. <laughs> Is that right, enough explanation? Whatever. Yeah, whatever. I don't, I don't want to get into it. You know, this is a HIPAA violation, right? I'm not a doctor. That's, I, I'll, I'll ask my doctor if it's a HIPAA violation. It's all yeah. right. Hmm. My doctor is Louis White, Great. by the way. Great. Uh, yeah. So Parvo, I, I guess kids can get it. And it's just like a respiratory infection. Uh, like for kids, like little kids. And my, kids my kids didn't get it. Uh, one of my friends. That part kids, I did not know. Yeah. One of my friend's kids had it. And I went on a run with them. And then... I must have gotten it from him, just like from I don't know. I guess being on a run with him. Oh my god! Then, you got kettle cough. Not even so. How it kids. how it presents in adults is like really really bad fatigue and like muscle pain. Like I can feel my my forearms feel like I I haven't worked out you know in forever. My forearms feel like I worked out like for like the last six weeks. I could get out of bed on Sunday. It was it was really bad. It was horrible. Well, um, we're glad you're surviving kennel cough, buddy. I believe in you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, I, another thing to make fun of me for, they told me that our kitchen won't be done till September. That's less funny. That's what's less funny and way more funny all at once. So anyway, welcome back to May the Zoo be with you. Your America's favorite- floodiest podcast. <laughs> Uh, TCG Podcast. Today we have a fun episode. We're going to take a look at every game that we cover, that we talk about, and we're going to basically ask the question, what do we think that these games need to be doing over the course of the next 12 months to actually grow? Um, and, and what do they need to be doing to grow in the next 12 months? All right. So let's start off with a few things here. Uh, first, this is not because the magic historian destroyed Louis's life. That This, this was planned before that. Uh, this was that was just this, that's just a happy coincidence, yeah. um, and we want to thank, dude. He's been engaging with the comments. Big shout out to Magic Historian. Yeah, uh, there's a reason you're a favorite content creator. Super fun, super fun. Um, yeah, super good time, super enjoyable. I, I can't wait to have him back next year. We're gonna have when, him on every quarter. When, when he doesn't Magic, know this yet. When Magic the Gathering is no more, and Flesh and Blood and Meta Zero are the number one and two TCGs in the world. So that's a great segue. So here uh, is- I think the reason that this conversation originally came up, though, isn't the magic historian, like you're saying, uh, it's actually the the new economic climate. Like things have now changed. Like uh, now, stop. Okay. Okay. Well, let's 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 talk about it. Hold on, boo boo. Here are the number of sets. Here are the sets that are above MSRP for Flesh and Blood. 
Alpha, Arcane First, Crucible of War. Monarch. No, it's not. It <laughs> is not. It is objectively not above MSRP. What's anymore. MSRP? A hundred dollars. It's like a hundred dollars. It is like a hundred dollars in that it is like below a hundred dollars. Are people blaming this on you? Why are they blaming me? I did my part. I have my bags. <laughs> me and Rudy, me and Rudy have our bags. What you bozos didn't buy enough. They're 116 on TCG Player. Oh man, sold this thing for a hundred bucks on TCG Player. On the there you go. <laughs> All right, there you go. And like, and the num- and here's the sets above MSRP. Oh, oh look, Compete oh. Sport 121. Interesting. That's how we do it. <laughs> I'm 20% above MSRP. There you go. Um, here are the number of boxes above MSRP for MetaZoo. Kickstarter, if you count it. No. And Cryptid Nation First Edition. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And the other ones are significantly below MSRP, too. Way it's, below. It, same true with Unlimited from Fab. Yeah. Um, Here is my point to this. A and WTR this is, Unlimited box sold for $40 this week. Yeah. So, like, here is what, here, this is why I wanted to talk about this because here is my theory. Here is Papa George's theory as to what happened. These are both good games, in my opinion. They're both certainly they're both the market certainly likes both of them to some degree. What I think happened is they both skyrocketed way too fast into banana pants territory. And now they're crashing back down. And the problem is this. Now these games, both Fab and Zoo, have to backfill in original demand because they didn't build it. They didn't build the demand. COVID built the demand. People were sitting at home bored. They're like, I have an idea. Let's do some cardboard gambling. Yep. And that's and like that works as long as as long as they keep getting them stimmies, it's yep. fine. But now they have to go this back is- and fill the demand. And I think both companies are candidly struggling to do that a little bit. Because the demand will never be as high as it was back in the middle of the pandemic. Sorry, that was a bad statement. In the next 10 years, the demand can be as high as it was in the pandemic. The demand can never be instantly as high as it was in the pandemic. It's going to take a lot of work to get there. Here is, here is, I think, what the hard reality is for both of these games. Go talk to Assad from Genesis about how hard it is to build organic demand. Yeah. To go to a card shop and say, will you carry my game? Right. No. Can I show it to you anyway? No. Pretty please. No, can I get to a customer who knows you to tell you to take the game? Right. That's what Joey and Assad have to do every day. They have right. to go out and build organic demand. You're not buying Genesis for the tendies. Right. You're buying Genesis because you like the game. Because you because you love the game. Yep. Fab has And on to- top of that, because you love the game and you want to teach your friends how to play. Right. Yeah. Fab now has to fill that in. And I will tell you this story. This is this is what happened to me this weekend. Uprising went bananas at my store. I believe it was the best release for any Fab game I've ever had. I think that's true. Hmm. I think I, I sold what? more boxes of this than any other box in Fab history. I'm glad you brought your best estimate. The only exception would be I think I might have sold more Monarch. Hmm. But that I'll put it this way. I think I, I think people opened a lot more uprising than they opened Monarch. I'll leave it at that. 
I give away attendees. Um, and that's my point. So I was sitting at home on my couch. I think I was watching the Practical Jokers, actually. Hey, and favorite America's, America's favorite TV show. And I got a text from one of my local competitors. And he was like, hey, how did Uprising do for you yesterday? This was on Saturday. You're like, so good. And I was like, dude, this is bananas. Like, this is amazing. Like, what is happening? And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I have, like, Louis, I sold out. I didn't yeah. have a box left. I did not have a box of Uprising in my store come Saturday night. And he was like, really? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, my uh, my release event did not fire because I had three people and I, have, and I have sold six boxes. Classic. And like, listen, like he's going to drop fab. This is his last fab that he said. Mm-hmm. I don't blame him. But like, what do you do? Sell six boxes? Right. Um, like the, the demand has moved into one store rather than three, Randy. And that's because the attendees are gone. Yeah. Fab has to figure out, and Metazoo has to do okay. it too. Metazoo okay. has their own path forward that they have to do this. We'll go in a minute. But for Fab, they've got to figure out how do I build a community of Fab players at that store? And great. who do I have do that? Because, like, that, frankly, that the person great... who did that now works for Genesis. Great. That was a great intro into now what we're talking about. We'll start with our first game, Flesh and Blood. What does Fab need to do in order to create actual demand for their product in this world i'll start since you just went on a rampage i think fab has a lot of demand fab has a, enough demand to be a successful tcg fab has enough demand how are you defining success so like fab let me let me just say like fab has a critical mass of people playing the game for the most part if you are in a local area, for the most part, you can find within an hour of you somewhere to play Flesh and Blood. That's a success. You can't say if that about. I won't on, drive an hour to go anywhere. You're, you're wrong. Like, listen, listen, I, I agree that it should be more than that. I agree that the goal should be more than that. But tell me another one of these games that we cover that has that. You I agree with that. You can't do that, that for MetaZoo. You can't do that for any other game other than Magic and po- kind of Pokemon. I definitely I mean, Pokemon. Okay, for, sorry, for Magic and Pokemon. So, like in that realm, you can do it for Yu-Gi-Oh. In that realm, like I think Fab has a critical mass of players. Suck at Magic historian. Continue, Louis. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> flesh and blood. Flesh and what? Meta zoo, meta who? Um, so good. Yeah, that's a great line. Uh, so, like, I think Fab has a critical mass, which is the number one most important thing for any TCG who is thinking about being successful. The problem is that the supply is here and the demand is here. Like they, they they have way, 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 way overshot their demand, in my opinion. Um, and I think the community too has overshot what is the demand going to be. And I did. I I have overshot what the demand is gonna be. So now you need to say, okay, we have a critical mass. How do we multiply the critical mass? And I think that is Fab's goal, needs to be Fab's goal. And in my opinion, the only way to do that. In my opinion, any competitive TCG player 
has probably already made up their made their decision on whether or not they're going to play flesh and blood if you did not if you were a competitive tcg player and you did not decide to play flesh and blood when magic wasn't running events then then why would you start becoming a competitive flesh and blood player now it just it doesn't make sense like you that critical mass of of competitive tcg players is already in the fold now in order to actually grow the game and to meet the demand that i think what's going on is fab saying okay we need to print 125,000 monarch boxes in order to like grow our company you just saw the james white interview uh where he was talking about they they grew their company from 12 people to 35 so they need to sell x number of boxes in order to support why are you shaking your head at me Go go ahead. Go ahead. They need to sell X number of boxes and able to support the growth of a game. So that's they make their money by selling boxes. That's how they make money. So like now you just need to figure out, okay, how do you get, in my opinion, what they need to do is work towards the casual player. They need to make flesh and blood not only the best competitive TCG, but now they need to make it a, a very, very good. I don't think you have to be the best casual TCG. But I think you need to be very, very good at it. And I need I think they need to actually promote it and actually advertise it as a casual TCG. I know you hate the product because you're a bad person. The best product they did is the uh is the blitz decks this time. The Rhino Blitz decks or Rhino Versorinthia classic yeah. battles. For yeah. somebody who loves the product so much, you may want to learn its name. I saw the same to me. It's- I don't no, hate no, that I've product. Never, in I've fact, never opened I said one. the exact effing opposite of that. I said I love the product. They just jacked up the price for some stupid reason. Because you get a wonderful Majestic and a cold foil card. It costs them 0% more to print a Majestic. I know. I know. You're the only one that should be able to make money. I get it. So the uh, they need more products like that. You're the worst. The best. They need more products like that. So how many casual players do you feel like Rhino versus Dorinthia battle deck uh, classic battles? I don't even know. Classic battles has brought in. You feel like zero. that has brought zero. in. Absolutely well, zero. Think, why? Because I, I, I did bring, did, it brought in no casual players at my store. I can tell you that. It did not move the needle at my store. Why? Because they already had it. Everybody already had it. Everybody already played the game that bought it. I don't think it brought in new players for me. I, I think it's because they don't advertise the game as a casual game. Everything that, I don't every, know about that. every single bit of advertising that Flesh and Blood does is to adver- advertise. What advertising? It, it's all organized play. Everything they do is come to our event in Vegas. Come to our event in blah, blah, blah. Come to our worlds. Come to our thing. Like It's all competitive. It's You'll not, be at worlds. I know that. I will be. So like. I think if they're going to do products like that, in order to grow the demand, they have to ha- really lean into to casual play. And they said we had, this. This we is had, article number two in Fab oh 2.0. God, so down. it's important to them. We had an event at my store where you had to buy a you got you had to buy one of the decks and you got to play it with that night and that was your event. Cool. That's it worked fun. out well. Yeah. No new players showed up. Um, it was all the old players. Um, so like, I. You, I, I agree they need casual. I listen, I'm I'll beat the drum one. I'll beat the drum again. They have to have somebody in the US. They have to. Yeah. They have to. And now they need somebody in Europe. Now <laughs> you need both. Yeah. You know, a bunch of 35 players, 35 you know, uh employees is great. Get to 37. 
get to 38, get to 39. Yeah. Like you, you're not going to run this out of, you're not going to have this exclusively in New Zealand. I'm sorry. Well, that's what they want. It, the, the, you're that's not too bad. You're that's not going to get that. I mean, it's very apparent. You're, we're not going to get that. I was on a call this morning for one of my startups. We have, I think 12 employees now. Guess what? They're across the world. That's not what they want to do. That well, that's too bad. To if you well, want to be competitive, yeah, well, that's what it means be to be competitive. It means to hire the best people wherever they are. They are. They came out and said that they didn't hire as a result of the not being able to import people to New Zealand. Yeah, and that's not going to be good long term. You're going to uh, have to have. You're going to have to have an international company. Well, that, okay. I get. I under. I agree with you. May the zoo be with you. That that's not what they're gonna do. So I just I actually disagree. I you think they're eventually they're gonna do it. They're gonna have. They're gonna to. have to. There's not gonna yeah. be a choice. Good. I mean, I agree with you. I think they they absolutely have to. Um, okay. I so, think they need. Here's. I'm very. We listen. I'm. This is this has been a conversation point for me all week. I've been hot about this all week. I know, boo boo. I know, boo boo. You can tell me about it later. It's okay. It's okay. Okay, get on because I want to say something. Go ahead. Go ahead. You are chopping at the bit. I, okay. So do you know that the thing that really expedited um, Magic the Gathering, what it was? Was what, it a podcast? What do you, Yeah, it was a podcast called May the Magic the Gathering Be With You. No, it was a Pokemon it podcast. Was, it was Friday Night Magic. It was the the tool, and not just right. like playing your local G- LGS. The advertisement for Friday Night Magic. They put it in all the magazines. They put it in all the you know they they advertise the idea of casually exploring, going to your LGS and playing the game, not for rewards, not for cold foils, not for this, not for that, just for the love of the game. Go go fight your friends. Go whatever. They push Friday Night Magic in a very, very, very user-friendly, new new player-friendly way that I think that LSS needs to adapt and adopt. And so in my store, we have always had FNM, then Saturday Day, then Saturday Fab. Right. Like stores should have a day of fab. I think Fab should come out and say Saturday's Fab Day. Yeah. It's the way of which they presented it for Friday Night Magic. They they didn't present it as come and win the, these cold foils or come and win these prizes. It wasn't presented as like a, hey, this is what's on the table. It, it was presented as like a, hey, come and explore the game and explore the community and explore the 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 whole thing. It, it was like when you come to your LGS on a Friday, you have entered the realm of magic, the gathering. And like, that was such a great sales pitch. I remember talking to somebody um, who, who is in the room at uh, wizards of the coast when they were talking about getting rid of Friday night magic, they're like, you know, why are we, why are we promoting this? And they were, their response was that is literally what has helped our game grow from something small to something global, something massive, something big. Um, So I don't know. I think I think using that I mean it's using that tool of Friday Night Magic and I listen Falcon. I disagree I think the Armory Kit's great I think the Armory Kit's fantastic I'm not, I'm not saying the Armory Kit's not great I think we always said the Armory Kit is fantastic it's the way which the Armory Kit is presented I disagree I think that's nonsense to be honest like the like the the play mat which is one of the big prizes has to be random you can't go to the winner right the um the community champion 
That's right. It gets spiked. I mean, like everything gets spiked now. I don't. I mean, like, what do you want Fab to do about that? I don't know. I I want to. See, You've been thinking about it all week. I, maybe it's just like a. Maybe it's a encouraging some sort of more casual armory event, where like your armory event is a more casual setting rather than a place to come and practice for road to national. I think that's up to the store. I think that's up to the store. I I'm sick of that. I'm I'm sick of hearing that. Why? That seems like a reasonable thing. No, it's not. Like the stores aren't going to do it. Stores are not going to promote the game. I mean, like they shouldn't carry it. Like stores are. Not, you're not going to in ten years if Flesh and Blood is a number three game. You're gonna. You're not. Going to you magic historian. Not, go ahead. You're not going to look at it and say that was because local game stores advertised for the game. That's not I don't think that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that it's up to the stores how they run their armory kits. The new rules announcement I thought was a big step forward in this, frankly. Um like I think they're doing things that empower the local stores to run more to run more um loosey goosey armory events. And that's good. Like you know, whenever I play in the armory event, which is not very often candidly, I'm always like, listen, man, I'm going to cheat because I have no idea what I'm doing, but let's have some fun. Yeah. And like, you know, I cheat. They're like, hey, you cheated. I'm like, oh, I'll take it back. And that's it. And I take it back. My feedback is the biggest thing that one of the biggest messages I've gotten over the last five months is I don't play anymore because every time I go to my armor event, I just get stomped by people who are playing the meta deck. So and I pra- think and that practicing that for problem. and practicing for the next big mat, the next big event. Well, because let's the be enti- here. The, pro- the biggest problem Fab has had over the last year is one word. Starvo. Yeah, I get it. But the my point is when the when the company promotes every big event, which is fine. I'm not saying the big events are wrong. I think that's why we're here today is because those big events were promoted. I think that was fantastic. But if Flesh and Blood wants to move and adapt and grow into a more mass market, they need to stop promoting these massive events over top of promoting playing the game for fun with your friends in your local community. If you want the game to grow mass and be adopted by the mass population, it has to be played to be enjoyed at a local place, not just to practice for the next big competitive event. That's what I'm I agree. I just don't know if that should be on them. Okay. Like, I think that's something the stores have to do a little bit on their own. Okay. Well, like I think what I think they should like, you know, I think they should encourage um they should have somebody in the US to kind of encourage that. I think they should have somebody in the US to kind of look over the records of these distributors. Um, like I think those are important things. They have to figure out the balance issues. Like those are things that they have to figure out. Do you really think distributors are holding back products still? No. No, I don't think that's happening. But I do think that, like, listen, like, you know this. One of the distributors tried to raise my price by $5 on release day again. Yeah, that's fine. I must have missed the joke. Um, I thought it was hilarious. This is why your your store is the way your store is, and the way my store is the way my store is. I didn't get any boxes on that distributor. So uh, I think it's funny when you get screwed over now. I did not get screwed over. I told them I would not pay it. (laughs) I was willing not to take the product. Um, I'm like, um, you're not going to jack my price up that yeah. percentage on the release day. I'm done with this nonsense. I'm done with all these. I'm done with all of this. Um, 
Like I, there need to like there needs to be some form of like checks and balances on this. But like you know, like listen, like you know, they need to add more distributors. They got to fix the balance issues. Um, they got to figure out how to do LGS outreach a little bit better. I think. But like you know, like listen, like Alan's goat, and that's all there is to it. Yeah, our, Alan is Alan is the MVP of fat. We we could talk for a long time on things we think need improved in fat because we're passionate about it, and that's obviously oh, here the we game. go. Do the caveat. That's like, obviously haven't heard it. No, that's fine. Can you tell me about Cryptic and their different printing styles again, please? I missed oh, that, we will. too. We'll get to there. Okay, we'll get okay to good. I want to make sure I'm up to date on that. That'd be All great. right, Thank let's you. talk about MetaZoo. What does MetaZoo need to do? MetaZoo <laughs> has a darker problem. <laughs> yeah? MetaZoo has to... Like, there's two problems, I, I think. Two big problems. First is, like, man, they've got to figure out their announcements. And here's what I mean by that. Do you remember when Nightfall came out and we were told MSRP was $140 because it was glow-in-the-dark boxes, and after that it would be at Carta Monday, and they charged more than the Chinese printer? Yeah. And that was the reason MSRP went from $100 to $140. Yeah. And we sat here and we fought everybody who told us that we that, that was still silly, and we defended MetaZoo, and uh, we said this is – yeah, I remember that. UFO will not be glow in the dark as far as I know. I know second edition wasn't. Yeah. And I know it wasn't printed at Carta Monday. And yeah. I know Wilderness didn't glow in the dark. And I know it wasn't printed at Carta Monday. Yeah. The box has to go back to $100. Yep. It has to. It has to. Like, I just, I, I think it's like, it's, you know, I think it's hard. I think it's hard. But like, if you're going to, like, I, and like, listen, if he had just said, MSRP is $140 because it's a bigger box with more packs. Fine. Fine. It's not. It is compared to Fab. But not compared to CN1. Well, that's true. <laughs> Look, it depends on what you compare it to. It's that's still, point, it's still it's printed. more packs in a collector booster box. Um, so, like, the. Um, if they had just said, like, listen, it's a bigger box in Fab. It has, you know, it's it, it, it's it's a sim- it's more similar to a Pokemon box, which also MSRP is at one forty. Like, well, it's a little stretchy, but like, okay, fine. But he said specifically because of glow in the dark boxes and printed by card on Monday, the MSRP would be one forty. He has to do one of those two things, or really, or reduce the MSRP, or give another reason, another, you know, no. No, no, I'm not going to do what you do, which is change the reason and change the story 85 times so you find one that hits. I don't do that. How is the magic collection you bought earlier today? I don't do that. Stop it. Do you want to tell the story? Um, no, I don't. We'll we'll do a live stream with the magic collection. It's gonna be uh, can, I, uh, can I be on one? No, you cannot. Yes, you can be around. You just can't talk. D- DM me. DM me for the story. <laughs> um, so, all right. What What's your second thing? Uh, let me say this i agree and i want to piggyback off that i if you would have told me a year ago that metazoo would still be basically only announcing things in their discord server i would be like no that's absolutely crazy like like they will have a website of which they post their announcements and whatever he's working on that like that's got to be like updating his website I think MetaZoo, part of that announcement thing, I, I was trying to find the the partner to figure out when we can do pre-orders for, and I had to dig through like a Discord announcement channel for like 18 minutes trying to find the announcement. And yeah. 
Okay. It's like uh, all that all that stuff. I think also needs to go onto a website, like so it's outside of the I, Discord. I agree server. with. I mean, we'll talk about map at the end of this because I do want to talk about map for both Fab and Zoo in a minute. Uh, when we're done okay. with Meta yeah, Zoo. Yeah. Um, I also like listen. They have got to get rolling on this TV show and this video game. That is that is my number one thing. Like, because demand for them will come from expanding the Meta Zoo universe. Whereas yeah. Fab, there is no universe. Fab Universe is a game. That's it. That's what you get. Yeah. MetaZoo Universe is NFTs. It's promos. It's pins. It's backpacks. It's stuff. It's the IP. MetaZoo is an is an IP without the IP right now. <laughs> like I disagree it, with that. Well, like it's, it's got it, but it's all based on like they haven't shown how they're going to really do the story. We have the comics, but. Without, including one of three 9.8 first edition comics oh, there you go, that baby. one of us has. I have one too. It's just not graded yet. So you don't have one of three that's 9.8. That's congratulations. <laughs> Mine's going to be 9.9. Mine's going to be 9.9. Well, that number, that grade doesn't exist, so that'll be great. It doesn't um, exist? How does, nine so. point, how does 9.8 I think exist? It goes 10. Oh, they don't do like I don't odd think numbers. they do the even numbers. What do they have the against numbers. odd numbers? They don't like odd, they don't like odd people. Hmm. Um, so and They want to send you your stuff. So they I, didn't. I bought it used. I bought it secondhand. I agree. For way too much. I think the the video. I think I probably anticipated we'd see a video game or a TV show. I thought we'd see now. a teaser. Yeah, some sort of game. A thirty second clip spoiler. would go a long way right now. Yeah. I mean, like they've got to get rolling on this stuff, man. Like, the, like both Fab and Zoo have to start making strides I, like, yeah i would say the same thing about fab for pve i'd like to see yeah, some yeah. some like take your time on pve james all right take your time <laughs> take your time but i mean like listen like magic is here pokemon is pumping out set after set of goodness yeah. you don't want to be left behind i do have to say the magic historian's comment about how pokemon started resonated me with me a lot as i was um looking through pokemon this week because of the pokemon movie i forgot that like the pokemon movie basically kick-started pokemon in the u.s like you yeah. had mcdonald's promos you had all this stuff that like everyone was excited for and that was like basically the launch of pokemon in in the u.s and the same thing can happen with metazoo but it's got to get done like, baby, give me a teaser. Yeah. I like they've got to like both these games have to start rolling. Like this is going to get like this is this is going the wrong direction all of a sudden because people get bored and, and yeah, people get bored and yeah. there's a million other things. People get impatient. People are like, listen, there is like here's the problem, man. It's like this week is double masters. So Pokemon Go was last week. Like, there's all this stuff. Uh, there's my. Should I take this as an employee of mine? No. All right, you're done. Louis. <laughs> Louis sends his regards. I just. I just dissed a call. Call him. I think it was a call for the store. So, this is nothing's more important than this podcast. That's not nothing. true for me. That's that not true is for me. true. This my is other podcast most... is more important to me. Oh, stop it. 
Um, Shout out to Jordan, who taught you about Genesis. Continue. My other podcast is also that was, important to me. That was the worst take. That was the worst thing and the take. dumbest thing you've ever said. That's not when true. You said that, that first level Masters was worse than second yeah, level Masters. Say, did you forget that? No. Uh, I never said the first level Masters. I said the Commander Legends. So. That's what I meant. I'm sorry. Gosh, you're so wrong today. It's so funny. Uh, listen, so I think the the IP, like having it out soon is essential. I think people do get bored because remember we used to say uh, you're never going to get bored of MetaZoo. They have a new product every day. They have a new whatever. Like now their products, you see like the rug. Like, like Louis, like, they, 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 like this is where they have to get serious. Did you see the 4th of July promo? No. Yes. Are, you're, you're a partner store, right? Yeah. I'm a partner store, right? Yeah. Maybe not for this episode, uh, but for right now I am. And like, Gosh, you're listen, to get banned. That's all right. I, I, you know, I I'll survive. Um, it's like I, you know, I I didn't get offered those from my store. So, like, I've had like they have to start. Like MetaZoo asks a lot for these LGSs. They got to start giving a lot. We still like. I think we. I think the. That I don't care about the the barbecue promo. I think the promos, I do. I think the promos are fine. Like that's that's fine. Um, you're not like begging LSS to give you the the cosplay promo. Like I think that's fine. That didn't bother me. What what I think is like, and I have no problem with the rugs. I think the rugs look really really cool. But the I'm rugs, getting one. I'm actually getting one. <laughs> the The rugs are not like a hey new like there's not like new rug collectors. It's not like people collect rugs and they're like oh cool MetaZoo has oh a rug. Let me go. You're it's not a vertical. This. They're like the rug collectors are going to come out of the woodwork <laughs> and destroy you. Like I used to see all these things as verticals. I saw Pin Club as a vertical. As like people collect pins, like that's a vertical. It's going to bring new people in. Like rugs is not a vertical. It's just a it's marked. It's marked. It, sit, it sits horizontal on the ground, and you step on it. Like it's not vertical. I'm I've been working on that one all week. We're done. We're done. All right, y'all. It's been a great episode. Maybe a great series. May the zoo be with you. I'll be next. I'll be back next week with the bone zone. Um. So I think people are bored of new products. The not only are people bored of it, but the tendies are gone, and every new product is tops boxes are twenty five dollars. So well, like, like you that's need the something. thing. It's like my god, man. Like there's two things here. First, Some focus, focus on the products. Yeah. Like this is what this more than anything else with MetaZoo. This is what frustrates me. Focus on making the best quality product you can. Yeah. How are tops boxes weighable? <laughs> Again. <laughs> How? Tops knows top sells ten thousand dollar boxes of flawless. Okay, we already did this. Come on. We didn't last week, so you're wrong. They can figure this out. Okay. Focus on the products, man. Yep. Drives some... me crazy. <laughs> I know. Drives me up a wall. I know. I know. And I had to hear it for like three weeks. Uh, I agree. IP... I love MetaZoo stuff. I know. Like, why? I know. Why? Like, why? I know. Like, listen. They've got the... to focus on this stuff. Can you get your wife to give you a hug or something? Like, my dog. Is... My dog is giving me sweet kisses. <laughs> this is getting. This is getting kind of sad. I just like I'm both these depressed. games. Here's what here's what here's what makes me angry. 
Magic Historian could be wrong, but right now, they're both companies are doing what they can to prove him right. Yeah. Listen, Fab 2.0, I still think is looking good. If they do it, like what I was saying about the casual play, they said Fab 2.0, they said casual play is important. We haven't seen a freaking thing about it since. We saw a common or ban list. That's it. Like, I like that. That was fine, except for no, Ball of Lightning. That's like, no, Ball of Lightning had to go. Had to go. I, w- I want to see more. Like, I want to see. I am act- flipping you off of my head. I, I want to make sure you know actually, that. Actually, lean into casual, and I want to see Mike actually lean into IP. Not just yes. say, I want to see them actually do it. And those things are essential right. for the growth of the next year. All right. Okay. Next game. Let's talk. Let's talk map. Then I'm going to get my coffee refill. Oh my gosh. Are you going to yell? Like, we got to keep going. This is 36 minutes. We got a lot more games to cover. People love it. People love it. If mm. not, come All back right. next talk week. Map. Really care. Why do you hate map? had enough of your tone why do you hate maps okay so (laughs) the here is the problem with map you can't force honest demand sure like prodigy games i think has uh ufo i think at 90 bucks now maybe 85 bucks they are not an official retailer for fab or zoo and these are way below map on both right Toy Wiz, I think it is, has it at 90 bucks now. Here is the point. If you want your box prices to be high, you have to do one of two things. You either have to restrict supply or build demand. You can't force a floor. It will not work. Yeah. There are too many desperate stores who live release to release. They can't afford to sit on these products. They can't afford it. Yeah. If it comes down to losing the license for Faber Zoo or paying rent, they're just going to drop that game and go back to Magic and Pokemon. I was talking to a store who got a notification uh, from Jasco about being under <laughs> under map for uh, My Hero Academia. And they're, like, they were like, <laughs> they're like, Louie. What do I, I didn't know do? there was a map. They're like, Louie, what do I do? I'm under map and like I have to sell the boxes. So I'm just like not gonna take the game. Am I getting in trouble? I'm like, you're not gonna get in trouble, you're just not gonna be able to like get more boxes. And like that's like I think we forget, and this is why I like talking to the magic historian. We forget that we are so enamored by these games, we're so in the world. If if I got caught, if I got in trouble and I couldn't sell flesh and blood or metazoo for some reason, I it would it would money was fine but like it would be frustrating to me like i love the products and i want to sell the products like i want it to be part of my business and my youtube channel i want it to be that but for the vast majority of people especially those who are selling on tcg player they just don't care it's just like another product that their distributor took told them to take and they took from their distributor and like now they're just trying to get their money back for it um especially with double masters where it's like free attendees are back for magic so back on the market boys yeah God, Kane's so, chicken is the best chicken by the way all right doves random chicken tenders oh gotcha that's all they serve is chicken tenders all right you're gonna go to the bathroom no we're gonna refill my coffee all right let's go god you're edgy today i i've got you're people crying. working in my yard well like my they're gonna be there for the next three months you gotta relax Thank you. All right, let's go to Magic the <laughs> Gathering. All right, so. What do they need to do? Keep 
No, going. I think this is fair. I think this is fair. Magic has had some absolutely horrible sets this year. They have. Crimson Val, the other was Midnight last Hunt. Year? It was like the last year, the last 12 months. We've had some bad Magic sets. Uh, Commander Legends, Baldur's Gate was horrible. I can't believe you thought that was going to be good. Hmm. Um, hmm. <laughs> I forget. You and Rudy both said not to dump it. Is that right? I said I wasn't going to dump it. And, and Rue said that Rudy was calling me out for dumping it. Is that right? He was calling stores out. For dumping it. Yeah. Now, I can hey, now buy it on Amazon for $30 less than yeah. my distributor cost. Is that okay. right? Sure. No, okay. I'm sorry. That's not even true. I believe it's actually $50 less than my you distributor cost. You were asking cost. me why I was in a bad mood. The, you are insufferable today. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm great your, today. We talked like four pride, hours today. Your pride today is it's like through the roof. It's, it's through the roof. You're prideful. I feel great today. You're prideful about how prideful you are today. It's oh my crazy. God, look at this. I have like 80 messages. Like people stop. All right. So I think. Um, are you gonna cut that? No, I'm not cutting anything. <laughs> I think magic. God, needs, you just being mean for no reason. I think magic needs two more really really good standard sets. Um, and I, I, why are you shaking your head? I'll go over this in a minute. Go ahead. I think they need to lean into what they did with Kamigawa where, and they have the opportunity here where they have newer, um, areas that haven't been explored as well as much in magic's history. So you have Dominaria where we've seen some one big set, but some other exploration, uh, but then the brothers war, which is like another new thing right that we haven't really seen done and then they put in those super chase cards and if they include something like those neon foiled cards i think then like you can't touch magic this year it's, it's untouchable absolutely here's untouchable. what here's what magic needs to do to win the year not go out of business why would they go out of business they won't they're not gonna win, they're gonna win this year uh oh. like this is easy um <laughs> I think Dominaria is not going to be as good as people think it is. Uh, my money's on Brothers War. That's not being as good? Said, I said no. I said that since the beginning that that's going to be the hottest set of the year. You're wrong about that, but that's okay. You think it's going to be hotter than? Think it's going to be hotter than Double Masters? No, hottest standard set. Sorry, gosh, I oh, have to like qualify standard sets. Um, yeah. So, like, no, I they cared about Kamigawa. That's true. Um, like, listen, like, I think, like, Magic can win harder or less hard, uh, but Magic's gonna win this year. Magic, yeah, Magic, um, um, they're back with OP, they're back with, you know, big, yeah, I mean, they're just like, they're, they've like, oh, yeah, I, I can actually do stuff again. Um, and I think, like, I think there's gonna be some type of agreement on, um, on that Alta Fox situation that will make sure. it even better. They got us, you know, they, I, even the stupid Fortnite. Um, a secret layer that they announced this week. You guys are all shaking your heads. They're going to sell a billion of them. They're going to oh, sell a billion of them. Listen, one of and us want plays to... Fortnite. One of us really enjoys Fortnite. When they okay, whatever game does a StarCraft two crossover, they win. Automatically. They win. They want. I'm on. I want. I want Zerg promo cards. <sighs> I'll play beautiful. your game. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. So. I, I think magic though they they I am cranky they they have kind of in some ways lost some some goodwill with LGSs with Commander Legends Baldur's Gate they have like stores are frustrated just because you're not frustrated because you dumped like 
the, you bozos should have dumped. Like some some stores are frustrated, and I think things like not printing any of the um of the uh like the good double masters a couple of the good double masters cards in Commander Legends Baldur's Gate was a mistake. I think they need to if they really want to grow and really want to see the LGSs thrive. They need to have some better communication with like they basically it like I know I'm just learning this and I know I've seen it. They basically just don't care at all what their community says or thinks or feels. <laughs> like it's like they uh, don't even my sweet beautiful butterfly. <laughs> basically, like pretend like it's like the community says something and they do this like, completely other thing and they're like, look how great we are. We listen. <laughs> so here's what I will tell you. Like here's like here's the hard truth. Like they think they know best. And like here's the hard part. They might. <laughs> like there's a reason that like we're both like they're gonna win. Yeah. They just have the critical mass size that's like uh, I don't think it's just that. Like it's, it's a lot an accessible of accessible game. It's an easy game. A lot of people disagree with your comments there. I've been then they're chatting stupid. about who disagreed with this. Name names. I think I think <laughs> magic is not as easy as you make it seem. I do think magic kind of self plays, right? You can't play a card for eight mana. If it's in your hand, you like it makes your, if you're on turn three, right? Like it, it makes your decisions easier because of the mana system. Um, I think the reason magic is easier to learn is because there's far more people to teach you the game. No. Like it's easier okay. to learn. Cause it's an easier game. There's like, there's play this, play this green card. You can play this green creature. I mean, at a basic level, yes. Yeah, that's the game. Yeah, okay. Uh, all right, Magic's boring. Magic's going to win. <laughs> like, like, and like, what's frustrating is it doesn't have to. Yeah. There are paths to victory. The path to victory is is taking over the LGS. Yeah. I think the thing that Flesh and Blood, in my opinion, showed us in the last two years is that the LGS can be taken over we've seen lgs's get taken over by flesh and blood mine 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 still is i still have more players for fab on saturday than magic on friday here like and this is what drives me crazy about some of these comments like oh well you know they'll just leave the lgs magic and pokemon are not in the lgs because they love me it's because i'm profit maximizing right they make more money by having me than not. The second right. that changes is the day they kill me. Right. I agree. So, like, all these games need the LGS. Some just realize it more than others. Well, and I think my point is that if if you had a big push from a company that did have people that were... Like, you felt... Your people fell in love with the game, and then you got really connected not everybody gets as connected as you. And like, it's hard when you don't have somebody in the States is what we're talking about with fab. If you had somebody in the States to help get these LGSs more and more connected, then somebody could take over a larger amount of the LGSs in the, in the country. Um, but like, I mean, I still say like, if you're not carrying flesh and blood or these games now, you won't be like you've made yeah. your decision now. Yeah. Like the the big time to enter already happened. And if you, yeah, if you said no, you're probably it's going to take a for the most part. I mean, there will still be more stores. You'll still hop on, but like for the most part, you've made your decision now, especially in a recession. Like, um, just the way the truth is. So, all right, uh, Pokemon 
you need to make more cards like ditto that peel away and you need a whole set just of ditto cards where the the ditto peels away and it's like charizard in it the charizard peels away and it's ditto i love it it's so cool i want all of them <laughs> what else do you think Pokemon, like what? Like Pokemon's great. Like what do you want? I told you not to include them on this stupid list. I don't know why you're asking me for. I don't know. I told you not to include them on this stupid list. I don't like. I said we should discuss something right. different for Magic right, and Pokemon because Pokemon. You win. What? What does Pokemon you need to do to win? Stay in business. You win. You win. Pokemon, you're doing great. All right, let's talk about legions. We have legion spoiler cards first. Let's talk about legions, and we want to spoil two legions cards for another spoiler i did a spoiler but i have two new cards to spoil they're not actually real spoilers they're kind of different but they're cool to talk about so what do you, i want i want to start with legions first legions enters the realm for me of card games that need to d- decide how big they want to be and i think there is a realm of tcgs that can be very very small and that can grow five, 10, 15 stores a year and still be successful for what success looks like for them. It doesn't look the same as maybe what you would define as a success or like magic. The gathering would define as success or flesh and blood would define as success, but you can be a successful TCG and be in a smaller number of stores. If your goal is to just be a, a TCG and to just continue to like what Genesis did. You're going, I hate that. Cause you're not giving me anything. Tell me you failed econ one Oh one without telling me you failed econ one Oh one. Okay. What's the goal of econ one Oh one. you learn about economies of scale and economies of scope. Okay. What are you, what are you saying? All right. Instead of, just oh, yeah, so I guess we don't know what those words mean. <laughs> so economies of scale for those of you who failed Econ 101, like my good friend Louie here, apparently, it is when you have... I never took Econ 101. <laughs> Let's just Wait, is that be... true? What, what, when would I have t- taken that? College? You know that my degree is in youth ministry, right? Did not make you take Econ? I doubt it. Very much doubt it. Listen, college, eh, didn't do much in college. Four-year degree. I have... So I have... No, I didn't... I have... Um, I have 100% of my youth ministry degree. I have 50% of an early childhood education degree. And I have 85% of a music production degree. And 100% of Parvo. <laughs> uh, so Econ 101, not not something that would be in my world. So basically it says this. The it's, bigger it's you are. It's great that I own a business now. <laughs> you're doing great. The bigger you are, the cheaper stuff tends to get. I get it. I agree. Okay. Yeah. That's basic economics. Would, would sure. you simmer down for one second and actually I learn know for a minute? I you're with this and you're not I listening. Don't think... Continue. You can have 10 people run a $50,000 a year business or a $5 million a year business. Your mm-hmm. costs stay relatively the same. Okay. All that goes up is your profit. Okay. These games can't stay small. Yes. They can't. It's not the they. It's not the way markets work. Okay. They have to grow. They okay. have to grow, or they have to die. I disagree. 
then you're wrong. Like this isn't hard. Like you, you can't only be in, say that because you all you think about is money and businesses that grow. You have to stay in business. That's true. But, I do think about you, staying in business but a lot. George, you think that in order to stay in business, you have to make three hundred thousand dollars a year, or four hundred thousand dollars a year, or ten million dollars a year. You can Those stay in business. Numbers. You can stay in business and be a person who creates a fun card game. And as an individual, your business brings in a hundred thousand dollars a year, seventy-five thousand dollars a year, whatever it is that pays but you, you can't do to- that in 10 stores. That's my point. Yeah, but you, you can't can- do that in 10 stores. You pay more for shipping, you pay more for production, you pay more for everything. Totally you can't agree. be in 10 stores. It doesn't work. It's a math problem. You, you, can, and I don't care how much Louis wishful thinking wants it to be. So it's just not the way the world is. I disagree. Look at board games. There are board game designers. Oh my god! Stop it. There are board game designers who design board games, and what? <laughs> you got so angry. You popped your mic. There the, are the Lord had my back and didn't want me to hear your nonsense. <laughs> there are board game. I didn't say it. So the Lord has failed you. <laughs> There are board game designers who come up with board games and they they have other jobs on the side. It's a passion project of theirs that the games sure. last you forever. You can be in 10 stores and have it be a hobby. Congrats. You can have it be a small business. It can be a small business and it can You can grow have it a there. small business that constantly loses money. That's a hobby. In order for legions to grow, they just have to stay small. They have to not print too many boxes that they go in bankruptcy. They have to be able to, like, they have to basically print to demand. And as long as you're printing to demand and you're able to sustain the creators uh, and the people who are within the company making things, as long as you're profitable and you're not going into debt, the game can still grow into the people that love. And on top of that, you also have like the internet, which is a great way to grow things and to create communities. And, in five years ago, I would have said you can't have games like this because there's nobody to interact with the game about. If if I buy into Legions, I can now go on a Discord server like Kitchen Table TCG or the Legions Discord server, and I can play the game with other people. Five years ago, you couldn't do that. You could only play the game with your friends. You could only play the game with the people around you because you didn't have the technology in order to enjoy the game with other people. And I think games like this can be successful now in 2022. Flesh and Blood has shown that you can have online communities and actually grow and learn how to play games. Yeah, until the pandemic ended, and now that now there's no didn't go away. But it it greatly declined. Sure, of course it declined because you can also play in person. That right, doesn't mean that you point. can't play so and enjoy the were, game if, with so a large number of people. Between online or in person, you're going to pick in person. Sure. Most people. Yeah, hundred percent. So you got to get more stores. Yeah, and you can do that. You can still do that. But you don't need 150 stores, is what I'm saying. No, but you need more than 10. Sure, but you have to start with 10. Sure. But your point was that you can stay with 10, and I don't think no, that's No, my true. point is that you can go from 10 to 15 to 20 to 30. That was my point. That, that was my point. Said. <laughs> that is word for word what I said. God, you are insufferable. No. You are an no. <laughs> This is like, this is Louis fairy tale hour now. I, I have no idea what Legions needs to do, grow. Like, they need to get, like, I think they need to, like, they need to do more outreach big time to LGSs. Okay. What does that look like? I mean, like, honestly, what they need to do is call Assad and be like, how are you growing the game? They need, they need a Joey. They need a Joey. Okay. Honestly, they need what Joey did for Fab 
for free. <laughs> yeah. Like that's what they need. That's honestly, if you're gonna if you were to ask me one thing that all these games need, they need a Joey for Fab during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Like that's what they need. They need to they need a champion who's like, this is how you can carry the game. This is what you need to do the game. This is how you grow the game. That's what every game needs. And like the problem is like, listen, Assad was the only one smart enough to see it. Yeah. Even Fab didn't take it. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, yeah, I, you know, like, like going back to Fab for a second. Like, I mean, like to your point, like they won't hire him in the U.S. If they won't hire Joey, they're not hiring anybody, at right. least not in the short term. Yeah, like they need somebody who's going to champion the game and make it easy for stores to carry. Oh, that's you can't be in ten stores. You can't. The math won't work long term. I promise you. Right. Uh, nobody is saying that. That's the way that it is. Nobody's saying that. That's not what I said. You're arguing with yourself, like with an idea that you created in your head that somebody thinks that a game can be successful with 10 stores. That's what you're arguing. Like that they're not even trying to get into more stores. That's literally what they do. Is this the right camera? Probably not. Hey, look, there's my my hand. Here we go. Ready? Why do you have two keyboards? This is my Mac keyboard. And the other one's my PC. Why do you have a Mac and a PC? The because I edit on a Mac and I shoot videos like this on my PC, my gaming PC. All right, so this is super cool. These are two of the uh, the exalted rares, the rarest cards that you can get in the booster boxes of the next set, Frontiers for Legions. Uh, I get to now. This is cool. These are cards that have already been spoiled and available previously but now they are available in the booster packs number one is the boundless riptide that uh you'll like these george you love um cards that are bountiful or generic in legions these are called bountiful cards they can be in any deck so you can put them in any deck and do whatever uh so the uh boundless riptide is uh it was the buy a box promo for the last set uh but now this card can be pulled in the booster boxes of um of frontiers you consume and you draw two cards super strong uh card draw always good and then the other one that you can pull in the booster pack george so when you go to open your frontiers that i'm going to send you uh you can search and try to pull a louis louis the life of the party you can pull me in a booster pack george aren't you excited you can pull me in a booster pack i just told they have to be nice Aren't you excited to do that? You're stoked. I know you, you can't wait to pull. <laughs> I love how mad you are about the fact that you can pull me in a booster pack. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. <laughs> it's cool. Uh, when this warrior oh, enters play, all players draw two cards. Which is cool. Unlike you, I'm forgiving. This card's super cool in the multiplayer, like when you're um, playing with a bunch of people. And that has charisma, like me. I have charisma. Oh my God. Like tell, me, tell me about my pride again. I missed it. Can you tell me about my pride again? <laughs> I forgot some of it. Uh, when this warrior enters play, the controlling player can play Bloodborne 5, so 5 life, to conscript a warrior from their hand. So you can basically get to conscript another player or another uh, warrior. And then it has perish. So when it dies, you bestow plus one to all warriors on target player side of the field. Really cool card for multiplayer. Uh, and there's a lot of people who are testing out some multiplayer variants for the game. Uh, and it's really cool. They built all their cards uh, to have multiplayer in, in mind. 
which is really cool. So formats are kind of starting to evolve with a couple of um, playgroups. So two of the uh, exalted rares that you can pull in the game, and the exalted cards have the the foil swoop, the gold foil. All right. Uh, that's great. There. So now we just need Cryptic to let us spoil a card on the podcast, and we've got the three. Everybody but Fab and Zoo has done it for us now. Yeah, of course. The the two games that we talk about the most. So, um, super cool. I'm like super. I think it's really fun. I can't wait to open boxes and pull myself in a box. I think it's gonna be really cool. Genesis. What does Genesis need to do to grow, George? Uh they're growing. I'm not worried about Genesis. Genesis is the game I'm least worried about. Why? Uh, um. They are doing the hard work of growing the game that these other games now have to do. Really? They are doing they are doing the grunt work. They're doing the real work. Um, they are reaching out to stores. They are growing the game. They are teaching new players. They are hosting events. They are doing things that you do to grow a game. Sure. I am the least worried about Genesis of any of the games. I like I think I see the I see Genesis like that. The same I agree with everything you said. I see Legions, I see Cryptic, I see Genesis. I, I see I'm in on Cryptic. They haven't produced a box yet. Maybe we can give them a minute to produce a box before we're like they're doing everything they need to like, do. All these companies are doing that. They are reaching out to content no. creators, they are reaching out to LGSs, they are doing organized play kits. They're all doing that. They're all doing that. How come you think Genesis has had more success then? Because they've been around a lot longer. A lo- like Genesis has been around for like five, four or five years. Like Genesis is doing the hard work that these other that everybody else yeah. needs to be doing. Yep, yeah. and I mean like, like hiring Joey. I mean that yeah, is like they've it, hired for, the right people for an owner to say, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take and put money into something to like in in. And, and Assad's a big boy. He reached out to Joey because Joey said something mean about Genesis. Yeah. He's a big boy. Yeah. Like these other games need to stop being so damn sensitive and listen to some fair criticism. <laughs> and then change their game based on like almost exactly what the critics said about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, these other games need to grow up. I mean, like, I'm not worried at all about Genesis. Yeah. Genesis is the game I feel most confident in. It's also like, frankly, it's probably the most polished game. Yeah, that's true. So, like, I don't worry about Genesis because I know what ha- I know what's happening with Genesis. I think like, Gen- Gen- Genesis-, Genesis will continue to produce good set after good set. They play test the daylights out of it. They bring on people who are critical of the game so they can help improve it. They do the things right. That's why I don't worry about them. I think Genesis is also one of the most um, unique of the TCGs that we talk about in that their game is completely different. Like the, you know, it's a grid based game. The only thing, I mean, sorcery is kind of coming up very similarly to it. It's much different, but um, like it's unique and it, it goes into this world of non TCG that the other TCGs can't really get to like board gamers, like love it. Um, So, Good stuff. <laughs> what I think they need to do um, is to, uh, to to start reaching out to more um, like board game, and they're already going to like some board game conventions. But to lean into that, uh, I would love to see. I don't I don't know if I've seen them on um, what's that board game reviewer that reviews uh, 
he, the famous uh, not board game geek, but the uh, there's a YouTuber that reviews board games. I would love to Tom see them. Do, is he so right? Yeah, Tom Basil. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I would love to see them on like something like that. that like, I want you to know how proud of me I am. I have not watched a Tom Vassell video in a that was, decade. That was impressive. Um, that was really good, George. You're some positive affirmation for you. You're doing a good job. You're doing You've really good. You've been very good. mean to me this episode. <laughs> I'm a little on edge, too. I can, well, you're hiding it well. <laughs> I don't hide anything. Do, do I come across to you as the type of person that hides their opinions and emotions? Um, it's been a terrible week. I'm sorry that I took out my energy on you. Um, it's okay. It's I'm fair. used to it. It's like our, it's like our, it's like our conversations. Uh, anyway, I would love to see them lean into that that world because I think they're leaning into the TCG world really well. And so to start leaning into the like board game. I somewhat agree. Like, man, like I just like you talk to Assad, you talk to Joey, and man, they just get it. Yep. I agree. Like, I don't like I have more confidence in them than any other game. But again, here's my point. Genesis is not going to be a top three TCG, a top four TCG. Give me They're a time not. frame on that. Give me a time frame on that. They're not. Ever? You're wrong. <laughs> Listen. You're wrong. I, I think Genesis has a lot of, like, I don't think, it, like, I'm not saying anything bad about it. I just don't think that that's what it is. And it's fine. It can still be a very, very successful game. It's going to be a long road for Genesis. I don't think Genesis, I, I don't think Genesis, I don't think Genesis's goal is to do that. I don't think that's their goal. I think they want to be a successful. Assad, put in the comments below if that's your goal or not. I think his, <laughs> I think his goal is to be a successful, growing company, and I think you can do that without being the winning TCG of all time and mon to one K and like every box be like you can you can just be a successful company without being like. The next Yu-Gi-Oh. You can't grow perpetually without becoming one of the big players, though. Like, eventually, you have to get there if you're growing every year. Yeah, sure, but like, I just think, I think, you're, you're, I think I, your definition of success is so high for these these poor. Oh, well, these babies creators. succeed. They're my children. They're succeeding. They're gonna succeed. They're doing okay. They're doing great. Like a lot of them are going the wrong direction, and you know that. Sure, 100% agree. I think for MetaZoo and for Fab, that's the conversation. They have to be this big because they have put their eggs in being that big. If you climb up a ladder, there's a lot further to fall. Like, that's some analogy about ladders. What is going on with you today? Next time, can you please take a nap before this podcast? I mean, this is unbearable. <laughs> like, You're just So far, you've done nothing but be mean to me and make terrible analogies and then lie about what you said. I did not lie. I said five to ten to fifteen to. 20. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I think you're just like the games don't have to be that big. Google stroke parvo risk. <laughs> just asking for a friend. Um, all right. When uh, <laughs> parvo comes up, it's nothing but pictures of dogs for kettle cough. Oh my gosh, you're the worst. All right, Parvo causes about... throw code on. I'm asking Google. Until... Talk... <laughs> oh God, this is depressing. What did I, I Google want... this for? The answer talk... is yes, if you have sickle cell anemia. Um, I want to talk about Cryptic. Um, I think one of the coolest things that Cryptic is doing is in their wave two. So help me God. 
putting in new chase cards that are different than the the wave um one. all right and i think so that's here really is cool. what here is what this is serious i actually have serious advice for cryptic despite your nonsense okay wait is your is your goal for them to be the top three tcg because if yes like, yes that's how my many goal. threes do you have like, i want i want i want like magic to die <laughs> i'm coming for you magic historian so here is what here is i mean this listen to me very closely tanner dear magic historian everything you've ever done is worthless <laughs> all right you tell me when you're ready I'm ready, baby. Okay. They need like what has made me the most cranky about what some of what MetaZoo has done is they've repeated the mistakes of flesh and blood in some cases. Yeah. Gold foils created a hard ceiling for yes. what cold foils can be worth. Yeah. Agreed. And there's only so much you're willing to play for a game that's 10 weeks old. Right. So all you've done is decrease the value of the casiest case cards in existence. Right. Agreed. And then he did that with the playtester cards and these NFT promos and these other things. Samples were supposed to be the cards. Right. Then he was like, promo everything. Everything is now limited. Come here. Get up here. Get up here. We never get to see my dogs. Does he have Parvo? <laughs> don't give your dog Parvo. Hey, buddy. Oh, my God. Can Boy. Wait, I, I, don't, I, I don't know. Oh, my don't God. Think... <laughs> oh, my God. Wait. <laughs> can humans? <laughs> if they're dog I don't Parvo. think that you can. I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> how would you know? Because I'm, I'm more experienced than you. I <laughs> do. <laughs> Okay. Everyone's so on the luckily, edge of their virus is only contagious between dogs, humans, and all. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> your boy. It does not transfer to dog. All right. You're okay. You're good. Okay. You can't. You can't transfer Parvo to your dog. So can I make out with my dog like you made out with yours? I love my dog. <laughs> Give me three kisses. That's fine. All right. So not like, following like, the same mistakes. So everything can't be special. Right. Everything can't be limited. So, like, if you have a different wave and you put in different specialty cards, that's a win. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but but that's what Cryptic is doing. That in in wave two, <laughs> the cards are. Are you there? Do you do you know this? Not oh, seriously. So I like everything can't be limited, and I think I both Fab and MetaZoo have now proven that. Yep. When everything is a special edition, when everything is limited, nothing has any value. And then you have to get rid of what is supposed to be special, which is your first edition. Right. I which mean, is like what both of those games did. Because yes. Now MetaZoo doesn't even have the second edition. Like, I mean, like, th I mean this. Like, think about what the EV of a wilderness box would be without Prism Auras. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Like the most expensive card, other than the Green Man and the Prism Auras, like four bucks. Yeah. Okay. You've got to keep value in your boxes. 
Yep. And Fab has done a different mistake in that sense, right? They have made their boxes too cheap and their legendaries too expensive. You need to figure out what price you want a deck to be and then work backwards. Mm. That would be my biggest advice to Cryptic. Figure out what a reasonable price point for a good deck will be. Then figure out how many you think you have to print to get there. Yeah. Keep the special things special and keep them consistent. I agree. Making rarer and rarer and rarer and rarer and rarer versions of the sim- of similar cards decreases the overall value rather than increasing it. Right. There is a hard limit to what people will think a card in a new game is worth. I agree. All right. My thing? Has my thing? Go ahead. Go ahead, boo-boo. So I think Cryptic is primed for being, um, like, we've seen this kind of, like, a fab leaned way, way heavier towards the players now, right? Like, uh, fab 2.0, very much a, a player-driven thing. And then MetaZoo still very much towards the collectors, but then both of them tried to like fight and be on the other side. And like MetaZoo tried to do all the stuff with the players, and now Fabs like cold foils are harder to pull. Like the announcement when they announced um, when they announced that WTR Unlimited was out of print, they were like, "Oh, and you'll be able to get some boxes at your LGS that'll be new new demand for your boxes that'll be at your LGS that's out of print for the WTR." Um, the the uh what was the event the return to wtr uh the farewell no, farewell to wraith yeah the farewell to wraith event they're like hey this will be great go to your lgs and get these newly uh you know boxes that are now in demand again because we just recently out of printed them anyway so cryptic has the opportunity to basically be like we're gonna find the balance and see where both games didn't succeed and then find that balance. And I think uh, things like their, their booster decks, uh, they're doing all these tournaments, right? They're doing, they're already talking about, they're already working on draft. Um, and then the booster decks, which is a really, really cool, like, um, you know, they're basically pre-constructed. They're basically like a sealed deck. That's like algorithmically, there's like 50 different of them, whatever. So I think leaning into that stuff for their OP and then allowing the the collector market to really thrive, but keep your game cheap in that way, where you have like the the sealed formats being kind of the pinnacle of gameplay, I think is a really cool direction that can really help bridge that gap between players and collectors and like excite people. Um, because those booster decks, they can actually get those printed very, very quickly. And then you don't have to include the booster decks in your like your sealed value thing like your booster boxes can be collectible and the cards that you pull from the booster boxes can be valuable and whatever and then you can have your booster deck product be different so i think that's a cool thing there's also it goes the right distributor which i like yes they did i know i'm super excited for cryptic i think they're like i think tanner's making some really good moves and like again i don't think it has to be a big three i think it can just be a successful tcg that's my. Okay, Tanner. I hope your goal is to be in four LGSs. I think you'll do great. That's not their goal. That's just where they currently are. My like, point is that they won't be there. Boo boo. Simmer okay. down. God Whatever. Almighty. Can okay, Google. Can Parvo make you extra cranky? <laughs> 
God, more dog pictures. This is the best. <laughs> this is the absolute best. All right. Like, and this is where, like, as much as I have been harsh on Metazoo this cast, this is why I still think, like, if you were to ask me, like, which one has the easiest path to top three, I would still say Metazoo. And it's for one reason. It's the only one everybody talks about. God, I think my I'm, I'm realizing for you, sorcery, like you're cryptic. You're you legitimately you legitimately think that one of the ten games that we talked about today will be in a top three in the next like five years. Yeah, at least five of them will be in the top three. Like, I think all the games. You don't think any of them are going to be in the top three? I think this year will tell it. Like, obviously, if Metazoo comes out with the game and the the movie this year, I think that can happen. If if Fab if PVE is is as good as James White says it is, I think that can happen. But this is the the tell now, and like I think you are underestimating how much success can happen in the five, six, seven range. Like the owners of Force and Will still enjoy making the game. I bet they're probably like. Still in, tell that like, to the final tell that to Final Fantasy, which just basically shut down. Oh and Final gosh. Fantasy you was love, a decent sized game. You love talking about Final Fantasy. It's like they shut down. But There's they a reason. shut down because they like that IP costs an arm and a leg. Stop it. What? Stop it. That IP is expensive. Stop. Like stop. What? This is the same reason that final or that um uh, my hero academia will fail because the IPs no, are too expensive. That is not why my hero academia it's will fail. It's too much overhead for the companies. Yeah. These games card fight, were- card fight Vanguard, Dragon Ball Super, like these are not like they all have to like get serious now, man. Like I I think they're fine being where they are. No, they can't be. You're growing they or dying. They can't. No, <laughs> they can grow without being massive. Like Not long term. Six or seven. If you grow long term, you're massive. Sure, in thirty years, like I think you're just like you. Your opinion about the games is so tightly wound on if they're going to be the top three or not. And I think you need to do some soul searching and understand that they can still be successful without being as big as Magic the Gathering. You're going to be, be so they disappointed. Can't, they can't be. They can't be successful and not be as big as Force of Will. They got to get have, the Force of Will. I have no clue how big Force of Will is. I would say Fab is as big or bigger than Force of Will. You don't think Fab is bigger than Force of Will? Really? 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 That's a hot take. You think so? Yeah, that's a hot take. Fab is so, Dragon Ball Super. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Maybe this that big. Hold on, I'm pulling it up right now. Force of will. I would say Fab is probably like the top in the top four TCGs right now. Mm, no, that would, be a hot, I I, that would surprise me. What's bigger than Fab? Force of will. No. No way. There's no way that Force of will is bigger than Fab. Does Force of will tell us anything? I'm trying to pull this up. God, I know nothing about Force of Will at all. So, like, what's our last set? If you look at Card Fight, like, there's just hardly any of the cards on TCG Player. Like, the right. volume. I the, understand that the volume is way lower. Like, there's no. I'm way. not saying Card Fight was bigger. That was not well, what I'm, I said. I'm looking at the other games that are on TCG Player's main page: Magic, Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon Card Fight, Dragon Ball Super, and Flesh and Blood. 
Those are the main page of TCG player. The, the last set of flesh and blood that sold above MSRP printed 35,000 boxes. That's Wait. the hard facts. That's the hard facts. Do we know how many Dragon Ball super boxes? No idea. Hmm. Interesting. Flesh and blood can't print more than 50,000, 60,000 boxes. I agree with that. My guess. I agree with that. And stay above MSRP. Yeah. How many players can you have at 50,000 boxes? Not many. 12,000? 10,000? I think it was 25,000. Like, that seems like a decent number of humans to me. You can create a a good size company and be relatively yep. successful in the TCG space with that. I think that is true. I think Fab could stay this size for a very long time and be right. fine. That's a success. It doesn't have to be as big as Magic the Gathering. That's probably top four. That's probably top four or five. Yes, it is. I'd be surprised for that. But like, the that doesn't matter. Like, here's my point, and this has been my point the whole time. Gosh, Fab so- is it? You shut up. Fab is a better game than Magic. Uh huh. I want them to win. You're not going to win with fifteen thousand players. You got to grow it. You got to grow it. Like, you got to. Again, you don't have to kill magic. You've got to stop. It's exhausting. You don't have to kill magic to be successful. You have to be the size of magic. There's no way. No. No. I got the faith. James White, I got the faith. He'll be on next week. He can tell us about it. Sure. Great. God, you ain't coming on with you. You're too damn cranky Listen, this week. I, Good I lord, think, are you like, cranky this week? I want to see them that size too, but you're defining success as being as big as magic. That's what you're okay. You're you are insane. Your definition for success is too high. It's nope. too high. Nope. Yes, it is. I believe in them. You are in the words of magic historian. Oh, you've got bags. <laughs> I do have bags. I got bags of both. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been great, everyone. Thank you for watching. God, you are so... You are... I you're going to do some editing this week. I'm not doing any editing. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that bet. You're going to rewatch it, and I'll bet you do some editing. No. No. Hope you guys have a great day. Remember to be kind to the people around you. Yeah, oh! Wait, say that last part again for me, Louie! <laughs> Remember to Remember be kind to the people around you. And the only way that your friends are a success if they are, is if they are as big as uh, Magic the Gathering. Bye, everyone. You didn't even say May the Zoo be with you. May the Zoo be with you. Wow.